Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Sunny, what day is this? Oh, it's a Friday. Oh, boy. TGIF, guys. Yeah, I've been up for a while. And so I want to, first of all, play a voicemail from Tim from Gothridge Manor. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, Glenn. Tim Shorts from Gothridge Manor here. I am definitely in the same camp where I do like presenting the players with a problem, and I don't necessarily have a solution for them. I just let them figure it out. It's kind of the same way with clues. Uh, Like I kind of mentioned on one of my podcasts about the old... uh, um, gumshoe system where it's not the fact that the the players will find the clues it's a matter of what they do with them so um my kind of the solution part is the fun part and seeing where they're going to go so and i'm uh curious about your rosy sandbox so now you piqued my interest so i'm looking forward to that take care okay thank you tim for that voicemail yeah i've i i'm glad you're in the same boat and as far as the gumshoe system goes i have yet to see a game with that I have yet to crack a book open with that one. I haven't really looked at it, but I hear it's really good for mysteries and such. I'm kind of sorry that, I mean, you know, you got Trail of Cthulhu and all these other ones, but I kind of wish they just had a core gumshoe book so I could do what I want with it. I could probably use Trail of Cthulhu for that, but I'd love to see a core book on the gumshoe system. And Rosie Sandbox, this is your lucky day, sir and everybody else out there, because I'm going to explain the Rosie Sandbox. Now, if you want to watch an earlier an earlier explanation of that, you can go on YouTube to my old man Grognar channel. It's one of the non-review episodes. It's number 80, I believe, and it's called Rosie Sandbox. So you can take a look at that. But here, I'll lay it down. I usually... I, I refer per people to that because it's got the visuals and everything. But here, I'll lay it down here. What a rosy sandbox is, and sandbox equals hex crawl as far as I'm concerned in my mind. And this also goes if you have a hex crawl where it's all you, or mostly you. If you have some of these games that do have stuff in the hexes, go ahead and use those. And you can build some really nice adventures around that kind of stuff. But what I do is if I get a blank map and they want to start in a certain area, I take that one hex, and what I mean about rosy sandbox, I'm referring to the compass rose on a map. If you don't know what that is, that's the one thing in the corner goes north, south, east, west. That's called a compass rose. And I place a compass rose at that hex, and then I go north, south, east, west. In the video, I used an example of four older classic TSR modules, D&D modules. And so... I would have an invention. It could either be a pre-made module or your own can your own adventure, whatever. You know, you could do it that way. So you take the hex and you go, okay, to the north, there's some giant trouble. So you got it against the giants or whatever. In the south, you got the lizard man. And the I think I put the west, I put salt marsh. And the east was the lost city. So, okay, which way are you guys going? Okay, you're going north. Well, you're going to head up into into hill country, so you're going to have a problem with hill giants. 
and thing. I can plan for that. And I can plan all four of these. If you have a premium module, it's easy. You just, you know, plan through them. <laughs> Got the module right there. But some people like to go off map. And, and okay, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself here. Okay, say they go towards the hills, towards the, the, against the giants. Okay, it's going to take them a while to get there. Okay, they move X number of hexes. And here's where you can throw in stuff like side quests and encounter, random encounters and things like that. Okay, it takes, uh, my world, it's 26 miles per hex. So it takes them a couple of days. You may run into a few encounters, whatever. So you get to the next hex. Okay, they're one hex closer to the giants. Okay, what's going on on the east, west, and south? Now, is there any fallout from anything from the south? No. Okay, east and west. Okay, east, they're going to be in this area right here, and they've got some bandits. In the west, they've got this thing. So you just go, you walk it hex by hex, and you plan accordingly that way. Now, you ask me, what if they want to go northwest or southeast? Well, that's where you put your GM hat on. And you start thinking about things. I suggested things like, oh, I don't know, an NPC from one of the adventures that they're heading towards or away from get involved with one of the other adventures. Like, say, there's a, they're going northwest, a giant from the steading of the hill giant chief is wandering around in that area looking for whatever food, whatever, and he's wandering towards the coast, towards Salt Marsh, and you have an encounter there. Okay, Uh, another one I think I came up with was side adventure. Say you go southwest, and you run into a town that has been trashed by the lizard men. Maybe it's in ruins. Maybe they're trying to recover. Maybe they get raided by those lizard men, or something like that. Or maybe the lizard man just decided to join up with these smugglers in salt marsh. So you have that dynamic going on. Another one is just random encounters. Random encounters you can build up to whatever. And there's nothing saying you can't put like your own adventures or modules in those four corners either. But, but the four north, south, east, west is just easier to deal with. It's, you got to take, to me, Dugan campaign is like small chunks at a time. That's why I like hex crawls, because a hex is a small chunk that you can do that. And maybe there's something going on in their own hex that's spilling over. So it kind of gets you thinking about how you can get creative and blend all these things in. Like my, I have my hillbilly orcs that I did something with. I know where they are. They're in this hex. And if they're heading towards that hex, they may run into a couple of them. If they're going, say, northwest... They're heading towards Mule or wherever I put them. And so they may they may end up in some trouble there. There's always something going on. They might run into a, I don't know, a dragon in a cave. You never know. But you can always keep something going on if you keep the idea of the rosy hex, something at the north, south, east, and west. And then if they go diagonal, that's when you get to improvise. To me, that's fun. Because all I have to do is like, okay, we're going this way. Okay, fine. Give me about 15 minutes, and I'll tell you what's there. We take a break. I start thinking. I start planning. And I can come up with something. 
And like I said, that's where the creative creativity goes. It still gives the players free agency, still lets the players go where they want to go, but it's easier to cover your, it's easier to, to keep track of them that way. If you're just planning on the four compass points and then letting the, the compass points in between take care of themselves, because a lot of times, you, as you know, the players can get themselves into trouble. You really don't have to do much. The Lost City. If you're using this scenario, then they're heading towards the north. Uh, one, of the, one of the priests in the Lost City is out trying to proselytize towards the population, and the deity he worships is not good. So he's trying to get these villages or whatever in thrall or slave, enslave them or something like that, all for the good of his god and the temple and all that. So that kind of ties back to the, to the eastern compass point. But at the same time, you've got your own thing going here. Now, to me, this is gold. This is just absolutely fantastic. Because I just love to... If I've got a solid... See, here's, here's the thing about me. I like to improvise. I like to see what the players are coming up with. But I need a solid base for the improvisation, which is why I have something planned for the four compass points. That is planned. Everything else up in the air. And as far as player agency goes, once they're in the plot, they're in the plot. I've said this before. I put plot hooks out there. These are all plot hooks, actually. But I put the plot hooks out there, and I'm not railroading them. But if they buy into the plot, they're in the plot. And I'm not going to railroad the plot, but at the same time, uh, you know, I'm not going to let them go. I'm I'm not going to let them take over the game. I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't let them take over the game, nor should I take over their fun. I don't want to take over anybody's fun. And but if they're being, you know, kind of contrary and disruptive and things like that, that's a whole other case dealing with those kind of people. But there will be always the loner. But like I'm saying, if they want to split the party and they do that, I'm going to follow one group to the exclusion of somebody else who wants to go off on their own. So if they expect me to make fun for them, then they're kind of out of luck. But what I'm saying is you've, I've got a, a solid base to improvise with the group. I've got things to draw on. I've got things to draw on behind the I have other things to draw on behind the screen and things like that, books, monster stats, and you know, names, blah, 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 blah. But this, to me, is vital. The four compass points give you a solid base on which to see what they're going to do and let them crawl. Let them crawl. Go for it, guys. You know, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens, see where you end up. You might end up kicking giant butt. You might end up doing something else totally different. So it's fun. And that's the way I like to play to to plan sandboxes. It may be a little, it may be a bit of a bit of work at first. If you have your own stuff, it's a bit of work. But you've been developing your own stuff anyway. And if you got modules, all you have to do is look through the modules. And what I use are so classic, I don't have to look very far. So I can whip this up. I mean, I could whip up. I, I kind of think I could whip up an adventure when I want to. Given, given a reasonable amount of time, even for like, say, an hour. But the, the point is, you have the stuff planned. You have the stuff prepped. Okay, I'll just put them in here if they go north. Fine. And if they, if, you know, and, and if they take the bait, if they take the hook, they take the hook. If they don't take the hook, they don't take the hook. They just keep going on a hex, and then you keep planning 
up ahead. You could plan as far ahead as you want in either direct in any direction. In your world, you probably already have things that you they could do. But anyway, that's my rosy sandbox. And if you guys like it or don't like it or think I'm full of crap, let me know. And leave a uh, voicemail here at Anchor or send me an email at oldmangrognar@gmail.com. And I guess it's time to start the day. Uh, I'm kind of monetized now, so if you want to throw me a couple bucks, you know, I appreciate it. You don't have to, but it would be appreciated for the show. Thank you. <laughs> the public service announcement has ended. So, <laughs> for listeners like you, thank you. So, uh, I'm going to go start the day, and I hope you folks have a great day. Until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.